just a reminder that Jamie Webster is coming to Australia in November. Behind the scenes, lots of people work tirelessly to bring former players and events like this down under. The success of these events are crucial in reminding the promoters and the club of the appetite that we have for all things LFC. And let's be honest, we all want to have another pre-season tour to happen as soon as possible. Watching Jamie perform is fantastic. This is the guy that sings all the Liverpool songs that you've seen all the videos about on YouTube. And if you haven't, look it up. God knows we've been putting enough of them up for you to get a sample of. And me and Scott, we've been lucky enough to actually watch him in Shevchenko Park live in Kiev. And we listened to that performance front row. It was fantastic. This really is a performance you are not going to want to miss here in Australia. So get your tickets now from cotmania.co.uk. Thanks. Now get on with the podcast. And welcome to the Football Pink podcast in a week that basically we fuck have fuck all to talk about because it's the horrible international break. Uh, yeah, uh, not much to talk about apart from... Uh, Reviewing what we've done in the past few weeks and look forward to what's happening in the future and some of the boys kicking the ball around for the country over the weekend. Scott? It's a bit annoying. Like, you get going, you know, you get a month into the season, you finally get going and all of a sudden it stops, doesn't it? Um, and there's a bit of a break, which is horrible as you start finally getting back into the season. But, I mean, it is necessary. At least they're not for friendlies anymore there. I mean, it's annoying, but it is needed, necessary for the, you know, for the Euro 2020s. But, Nevertheless, um, it's annoying. Very. It's a pain very. in the ass. So uh, let's uh, let's look over over the fixtures so far because it's been a really good start to the season. Well, if you think start of the season when you know we talked about fixtures, if you looked at the opening, if you count the Community Shield, you know you look at the opening five fixtures, four league games and two finals. Um, if you look at it and go, okay, you're gonna get four from four. 12 points and you're going to pick up a trophy before we get into September you would have t- you would have, uh, would have bit, bitten your hand off you know what I mean so absolutely oh, and yeah. if it's a community exactly. shield you won your, your, if the community shield is the one you're losing then you're going to cop that on the chin it was in penalties and so points as well, exactly but, so you cop that on the chin but 4 from 4 a trophy halfway up not just about going to go in September um, you couldn't have asked for anything more can you no and uh, to be honest and when you look at the fixtures that have gone by you know I know Arsenal aren't necessarily as strong as they were, but actually getting a result against Arsenal. I think they're a lot better than they have been in the past few years. I mean, we spoke about um, them when, after we played them, and we talked about, you know, they, they execute their game plan well. You know, it wasn't until stupid mistakes is the reason we scored off yeah, set pieces. Agreed. Um, but the, the game plan that came through was well. And, you know, you saw them in the North London derby. Them and, you know, we think of Spurs as this, you know, third team that could maybe challenge for us and City at the top two. But you, you think at the minute Spurs and City are pretty even. You know, we demolished Arsenal quite comfortably. So, you know, you put them on a pedestal with Spurs and you can hopefully do Spurs as well. And having City already played Spurs, you know, you look, you, you look at the contrast, you know, both had a decent start to the season. You know, both of us have our easy opening games, at, them at West Ham, us at Norwich. Both of us have had to go away to the South Coast. They've gone to Brighton, we've gone to Southampton. Brighton. You know, we probably had the harder team in Southampton. Both of us had a North London side at home. They had Spurs. We had Arsenal. We picked up the win. They didn't, even though they demolished Spurs. 
You know, so you've got to take what you can get. And we've gone away to Burnley and demolished them one, as well. And Burnley one's a You think you do not want to go to Burnley midweek, um, halfway through the season when it's cold and wet and, you know, whether they're... I don't think they will because they weren't too bad, whether they're fighting relegation or even, you know, just fighting for nothing really. It's always a tough place to go. You know, they almost struggled that They struggled their last season City. So, you know, for you, us to go... Th- you look at that as well in so much that yeah, we had the Super Cup thrown in there, but as regards a run of games, because there hasn't been any other fixtures around it, well, yeah, once we got the Charity Shield out of the way, but in real terms, it was it, we had plenty of time for the the boys to get up to speed. They've had plenty of time on the training park to get to get things underway. So apart from that week where we had the trip to Turkey and then come back to Southampton, yeah, you're right, you're right. So I think you know. So again, perfect time to be able to set a game plan, go down to Burnley, do the business and come home. Especially knowing that, you know, we'll talk about the next one of games in a minute, but knowing that coming in in between this international break and the next one is going to be absolutely jam-fucking-packed. You know, we can move on to it now, really, but, you know, you've got four weeks, seven games. I'm looking at this and I'm thinking... We've got... Well, we don't have a week... Legs are going to fall off. We don't have a week's break. And, you know... If you use in your head some of the teams we have, you know, luckily we get Leicester, we got some Chelsea, we got some tough teams. You know, Sheffield away, they're you know they're, they're playing well at the minute as well. Plus the Champions, um, traveling Champions League in between, you know, you 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 can't really you, know, you can see where we're going to drop points there. I don't think we're going to lose. Don't get me wrong, but you can see us going to Chelsea and getting a point, or going to Leicester and just get oh Leicester coming towards and getting a point. And you know what? Let heads will fall off. Because let's face it, we are going to drop points this year. We are. We're not going to win every game. I know we only lost one game last year, but I can guarantee you, we are going to lose more than one game this year. Okay. But so, the so minute we do, those, heads are going to fall off. Looking at those four league fixtures, let's just focus on the league. So we got Liverpool, Newcastle. Um, we got Chelsea, Liverpool, Sheffield, Liverpool, and Liverpool, Leicester. Yeah. So of those, who are we going to who are we going to drop points against? Put you on the spot. You have put me on the spot. Look, because <laughs> I don't want to say we're going to drop points. You know, what I mean, I, I can, I can, I can easily see your situation where we pick up points in all four of those games. You know, Newcastle, we should do the business against Newcastle at home. Sheffield, look, they're doing well, but I feel like you know, Chelsea went two 0 up against them, and Chelsea can't close out a game. We would go two up against Newcastle. I think we're getting to the City stage now, where we score one, and other teams are like, all right then. Game over. So I can't okay. see us beating Sheffield. It's the Chelsea, Liverpool, or Liverpool, Leicester. Because um, we all know what happened last year with Leicester at Anfield and you know the crowd and stuff like that. Leicester, I've started the season well. Being at home, I'm comfortable win that game. It's the Chelsea away. Um, I disagree. I think it's Chelsea away for me because it's it's just notorious Chelsea. They're the big four club, uh, big six club these days, isn't it? Um, and it's the old stereotype is, you know, you go away and get a point and you beat them on your own turf. That's And you, if you do that against the big boys, you're going to f- be on top. I think we're going to win the league games. Uh, I think we're going to drop points away at Napoli. We'll draw. Well, that's the, that's the only, I think out of that group... That's the only one we're going to drop points. Well, like I said, we'll talk about the Champions League fixtures um, later on. We might might fuck up the MK Dons thing, but who gives a shit about that in real terms? Yeah, I mean, look, moving on to the other games, obviously we've got a game in between. You've got Napoli. If you take me and give me a draw against Napoli now, I'll take it. Correct. 
Um, I think think he'll go with, you know, we'll talk about it close to the day, but I think he'll go with the more, the Barca away type thing, Joe Gomez at right back. Um, So he will not be an attacker. I wouldn't surprise me if you see a Milner in there. I mean, we can't get much worse than the performance. Think of the performance we went there last year and did, and we almost got away with a point. Yeah. Um, But I think you go to Napoli and get a point, because I'm confident we'll beat Napoli at home. Go to Napoli and get a point. The crowd are going to be a bitch. Say, go to Napoli and get a point. I'm confident we'll finish top of that group. Correct. MK Dongs is going to throw out the kids. We say the kids. We say the kids, but it's going to be Lalana, Shakiri, Origi. But you're also going to have Brewster to play. um, Harvey Elliott. But if we go there and get beat, look, heads are going to... I mean, depending on what side goes out, if we do put a... It's a senior play. side, but a second string side senior side. Fair enough, but if there's a lot of senior players in there, you're still going to expect to win. It is, but look, if we lose, heads will fall off. Heads will typically fall off, will be the joke on social media, but you know what? It's the third round of the League Cup. Correct. Trust me, it's not Liverpool's fault that the League Cup and the FA Cup are nothing anymore. That's not Liverpool's fault. That's, that's another debate in itself. We're However... Fo- we're focusing on the Championship. We have we bigger things to... Thing is, we have bigger fish to fry. Um, I think, especially with the likes of Leicester, Everton, and Wolves these days, the te- lad teams that are going to be in and around the top six, maybe might push for the top six. They're teams that are going to be majorly it's focusing, especially on the silverware League Cup, hugely because it's silverware. And, and if they can finish, you know, obviously there's the big six, but they can maybe even sneak inside the top six or come very close and win a League Cup and get a trip down to Wembley. That's a hugely successful season for them. And so I reckon, leave that for them. I mean, I don't want to get knocked out against MK Dons, but you look back at when we got beat by Chelsea last year, um, it came back and was beneficial for us, really, wasn't it, in the long run, especially with us around Christmas already. Um, but again, I think we'll be MK Dons, let's be honest. They're um, a pathetic excuse for a club, after all, everything that's gone on there. Oh, it's a bit harsh. Oh, well, everything that's gone on with Wimbledon, they are, aren't they? They're just a pathetic excuse for a club. Um uh, okay. Um, and then we move on to... Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> they are, aren't they? Well, I think that's happened between them and Wimbledon. But yeah, then we got Red Bull um, at home. Um, you'd think we'd do them, wouldn't you? What were they, yeah. third round? They were the third, yeah. pot three draw. But at home, you'd think we'd do them. Yeah, I mean, they've got a shitload of money behind them, but when all's said and done, they're still Salzburg. It'll be a good... When the away trip comes round, it'll be a good away, be nice trip away. For, the fa- for the fans to go to. I think everyone's happy with the, the draw for that kind of stuff. Or in this particular run. Yeah. Uh, I think the big thing for me is, um, look, I can easily see a, a scenario there where we play all them seven games. We get um, the four league wins. We get another 12 points. We get two wins in Europe and we're through to the fourth round of the League Cup. 100% see that. But I also can see where we maybe drop points in the Champions League. Whether it be or a loss to Napoli or a loss, you never know. Yeah, could be. But, um, or we, I, I don't think we're going to lose in the league but even if we drop points in the league and my issue is heads will fall off um, you, you'll have the typical Twitter fans that'll be all over yeah. the shop you know here we go again Liverpool's bad run but City drop points and they bounce back the week after just because you draw a game doesn't mean it's the end of the world and we are going to drop points but the big thing for me is that heads don't fall off and I don't think Klopp would allow that anyway no uh, so yeah for me say potential draw at Napoli I guess the Leicester home game's a bit of a concern. Yeah, definitely, especially after one, what happened last year. The last one of the group is, you know, especially if we, it depends on, you know, we've, we've, Salzburg have come and we've, we've kicked their arse on the Wednesday. 
And then we it's a good thing we're at home though. Yeah, we're at yeah. home both games, so That's there's right. no travel. There's no travel. And Sheffield the week before isn't the biggest. For, uh, no, it's only it? There's no big flights. Um, so. And that's where I think if we are going to drop points, it could be Chelsea because of the, you know, going to Naples. I mean, it's still up in the air where actually that's going to be played, isn't it? Whether it is. Yeah, I think it's on the it official UEFA website, still at Naples, still at Napoli. So I think that's where it's going to think it would have been already announced if it was going to be moved. Um, but anyway, so let's just assume that it is in Naples. It's the trip to Naples, and it's not just the trip, it's the hostility and how... how Because they're going to want um, their own back from last year, aren't they? So yeah. it's not just that, it's the the way the game's going to go. And then, you know, three days later, you've got to go play Chelsea. Away again. Away as well. And again, they'll be wanting um, retribution of what happened in the Super Cup. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they've got a point to prove. I don't know who they have um, the week back. But they're, they're going to have a point to prove because um, they can't afford to keep dropping points. Well, that's the good thing is that they are dropping points, though. You know, they you know, Frank Lampard's return has been a difficult baptism of fire, so their confidence is down, and that's a good thing because nobody wants to play Liverpool on fire when they're when their their confidence is down. Well, they're seven the seven points or six or seven points behind us already. First game back, um, they've got. Wolves away. Wolves away. So you know you can. I mean, you don't no really want game. you don't really want them losing that from our point of view because then they're coming towards going. Cause, you know, you think we're going to beat Newcastle. That means they're going to be ten points behind us in the first second week, first week back of the international, second week back of the international break, and they're going to be ten points behind us already. And it's not yeah. just behind us. It's the, depending on what the other guys do within the top six. You know, they're really struggling for top four. I know, but. I just think from a morale perspective, when they because their heads will be down so much, and then they've got fuck me, we've got Liverpool coming to town. Correct, and that's uh, and that's what you want. They're thinking we just let's just get get a a half decent performance, you know, get beat two one and call it a day. And it and that's the beauty. Teams are now accepting that. Oh shit, it's Liverpool. Let's just and we come in, we score one. Like, well, what's the point? Yeah. What is the point? We just let's just. Like I think I was, I was listening to the like teams were last year with Man City kind of thing. They're beaten before they cross the white line. Well, I was listening. To, I don't know if you've listened to it it's for the Anfield rap. Um, Steve Warnock preview. Yeah, yeah. And he was, he was talking about you know the way managers approach some teams going to place bigger teams. And he was talking about the City it's quite one. Funny, that. It was funny. He was talking um, Steve Warnock. He was playing for Leeds at the time. Stephen um, Steve Warnock, and he was playing. Who, who was the coach? Sorry, Neil yeah. Warnock. Yeah. It was Neil Warnock. Yeah, Neil so he Warnock. was, um, Stephen was playing for Leeds and he was there. And he, the coach came in and goes, Look, boys, I've been looking at the been looking at the, the footage and look, there's no weakness. He basically said, I found one weakness, but then I looked and they'd fixed it. And exactly. So, yeah, you look at the next week and well. they fixed it. So he goes, You know what, boys? Third round of the FA Cup, just go out there and enjoy yourselves. They got beat 4 0. And he had just signed for the club, um, Warnock, like the week before. And um, I think there was a point, he said there was a point on 60 minutes. Where he was hunched over because he was knackered, and Warnock shouts him and goes and told winks at him and tells, "I told you it'll be tough, <laughs> won't it?" So you know you, you think of these teams now coming towards going. Look, I've looked at the footage. There's not really a weakness. Just go there and enjoy yourselves. Um, and I think it was another time you're saying he was at Wigan um, and they had City, and he was like, "Just don't put out your starting eleven because you, look, you, you put out your starting eleven. Think of they were Championship side. Put out your starting eleven. We're gonna get battered." As, and morale's going to drop. Where you put out the second string side, they might get battered even more, but at least the first team boys are fine. 
Yeah. Um, and Morale doesn't drop me. He said he put out the starting 11. We got battered like 4 1 and Morale, and we went on a losing streak after that. So you can, you know, you can see teams coming, coming towards and going, you know what, I'm going to leave the big boys on the bench, so called their starting 11 on the bench and to a rest point. Them. And rest them. And rest them because. They can win. We don't, you know, we've got big, again, they've got bigger fish to fry, beating the lower teams that are going to be in around them. Correct. And that, that's a huge thing. Teams that they're expecting to beat, they have to beat to make sure, I mean, God forbid, Chelsea end up in relegations, though. Well, yeah. if they lose to Leeds, um, Leeds um, Ch- the Wolves, I'll get there eventually. If Chelsea lose to Wolves, it's, like, it's away at Wolves. Wolves haven't started out kicking this season, but, you know, you think Wolves are, I bet you they're, Top, top of their pile is to finish top six this season Yeah. and if they are going to finish top six they need to beat the big top the top six at home and yeah. Chelsea is there, Chelsea are on a plate for them at the minute the way they are especially just looking at I mean it's, it's at home but they've got Valencia midweek oh, Valencia is huge Chelsea have not yes. got an easy group in the Europa no, League no forgot about that they've got Valencia at home now if they were to drop point, even if they drew against Wolves which I think I think if I was to put my money in it now it would be a draw that game then they've got to play Valencia even if they go and beat Valencia, but I don't, I can't see because they actually don't. The difference between experience and European experience. European football is definitely different. But for, but to be fair, Frank's very experienced in European football, and he might be in a like we had with Rafa, that he can structure the team to win over two legs, but not necessarily be consistent enough to get through a season in the Champions yeah, in, in the Premier League. Now, it might be that, let's be honest, if Chelsea end up mid-table, in, even in the you know, bottom half of the table, but have a really good run in the UEFA Cup, that's probably a decent run for them this year. I wouldn't say a decent run at all. But, I would say... But bear in mind that they've got... The, Frank's come in with a free hit. They've got... As I mean, he's got, got a free hit. They've got the embargo on, on signing anybody. So the blood in all the younger players... He has get, to be in around top six. Even if he doesn't make top six, he has to be in the fight of top six to at least April. He has to be. As for long, me. As long as there's something, and I think that something might be a decent run in the UEFA Cup. But they've got a tough, tough, tough um, draw in the UEFA Cup. Valencia, just having a look now to see who else they've got. Um, they've got Valencia, they've got um, the Lille and Ajax. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, they're in the Champions League, sorry, Chelsea. They were talking about Europa League. They're in the Champions League. There's us talking. <laughs> there you go. And let's face it, not, they're not going to be going on a good run in the Champions League no, no. because that means they're meeting us halfway and we'll beat them as we always do. But, but a good run financially is really good for them. 100%, especially with money coming in next week. Psychologically and everything else. If, the, if they get out the group uh, you know, and get, get through to quarters, that's a massive step and, and a statement for Frank. And when they come to actually try and buy players next year, a carrot saying, look, we, you know, to the European clubs, we, we are still a force to be reckoned with if you come and join They us. need that Champions League football though, to be like that. And they're not getting Champions League football this year. No, no, they're not. No, they're not. You're right. Cause there's not a Unless they get, you know, they finish third and focus on Europa League, but that's another kettle to fry. But yeah, that's we... enough on Chelsea. Because <laughs> fuck them. Yeah. Um, uh, okay, so... I think pretty much done our, our future list. For me, I think we take all... God, I'm going to be neck, yeah, I think we're going to win all the league games. I'll take 10 from 12. I think we'll take them all. I don't, I'm not saying where, but I'll say 10 from 12 in the league. We'll, we'll draw against Napoli. Nah, I reckon we'll win all the other games. Um, 10 from 12 in the league, win everything else. 
and we're drawing against Napoli, win against Salzburg. So the only point... We're nah, gonna fuck it. We won't drop points. We're going to win every game over the next Sounds good. seven games. Sounds good. Moving on. Uh, so, some of the boys have been in action over over the weekend. Oh, God, yeah. Well, past couple of days. Past couple of days. And they've got a few more. There'll be a few more games midweek, won't there? Yeah. So, do you want to start with England? Not really, because Harry Kane scored a hat-trick and Raheem Sterling scored, so no. <laughs> uh, yeah, and Trippier started over Trent. Which is weird because um, having heard rumours coming from the camp at Southgate, he was really looking forward to getting Trent in. Because look, Trent is not the best yet. I mean, he's only 20 at his defensive side of the game. Hence why when we do go more defensive, like we were saying with Napoli away, you would see Joe Gomez. And I, or I put my house on Joe Gomez coming in against Napoli. So he said he was happy to bring him in, you know, you know, to help about rebuilding the the actual structure of the squad to fit him in exactly, and to help with his development because obviously he's not going to be as attackive in an England lineup. So help with his development of defending. But to be honest, but then starting him, these these not starting him is weird. These games, yeah, Bulgaria, Bulgaria, we, where we, he's only going to be defend scoring goals, so you can attack. Do you know what I mean? But, but where is he going to face that in a European qualifier then? Because we've got Kosovo next. I know they're doing really well at the minute, but... That's what I mean. Bulgaria was the, the game to do it. You know, it's like, we're going to... Yeah, we scored stupid point goals in the last few games. It's only going to get hard. Scored 14, conceded 1 right. in three games. So, we're not, basically saying in those games, we are not getting punished defensively. So, that's the perfect game to put somebody like Trent on and get the delivery. Look, I really like Southgate as the England boss um, because we are Wolves. Um, we don't mind in- being England fans, really, unlike proper Scousers, but um, <laughs> do like to follow England. But like I said, from... To a point. To a point. I would like Southgate to have thrown him in and take Cosvo next. And I don't know if that's home or away against Cosvo. Not sure. Being at home, I'm guessing it's going to be away, this one. But, um, I, you know, you don't really want to throw him away from home against, you know, a a team like Cosvo. Oh, no, sorry, it is at home. Just Jeff, just saw it. It is at home against Cosvo. And Trent didn't even get on either. Exactly. You know, we got Hendo came off, Mason Mount came on, which was a good blood in. I'd like to see more of Mason Mount in the middle. I think, I, I it wouldn't surprise me if he then starts, him not starting or playing against um, Bulgaria, or whoever the fuck we played. Bulgaria. It was a Bulgaria, one of them fucking clubs. Um, and then if he gets a full game against Cosvo, you can see what he was doing there. He just, yeah. he just threw, you know, he probably drew out a hat and go, okay, Trippier's in this one, Trent's in the other. But he doesn't start Trent again. It makes you start to think, why? Why Has yeah. he seen something in, in the trading camp that he goes, maybe he's not ready yet? So, uh, obviously, Sancho came on for Sterling as well. And so, that, yeah, it's good that he's... he's you see that video of Sancho putting Harry Maguire on his ass? No. Oh, that. amazing. They're just doing games and training and... Um, Sancho just turns Trippy, I mean, sorry, and McGuire inside out and he just stumbles over his legs. There you go, then. The world, English most expensive defender. Did you listen right to the there. 606 phone in today? No, I haven't. No, I've been working on that. There's a good, there's a good, uh, there's a, someone saying. Because they, they did it from Wembley, Chris Sutton. Yeah, and, and he basically said, you know, can we, someone phoned in and said, you know, Harry Maguire, can we just not find someone like Virgil van Dijk? And he pointed out that it's not that easy because he's not English. <laughs> Uh, uh, nice the ox got on got some time in his legs I mean like I said that's actually doing although Klopp's looking at going oh I don't know about this play you know Henderson going away this that and the other but if Lallana 
And I'm not sure if Lallana went away on international duty, but the likes of Lallana and Ox get on the pitch to win-win for Klopp yeah. because he's get they're getting minutes. Yeah, you know what I mean? Agree. Uh, so yeah. But like I said, they're sitting completely. I mean, they're going to be into yeah, the Euros. I mean, they're sitting completely at the top well, of the group. There's like, a debate on that six oh six phone in basically, and they, you know, why are we playing in games uh, that? You're saying, well, why not just give all the big countries direct entry into the Euros? Uh, and I can see what they were on about, because playing, playing against teams that you're expected to win, you know you're going to win, all the rest of it. But the team needs to play games and not friendlies. Well, then, and what's exactly... If England, if you think about it, if you were to do that and an England coach is getting paid good money to then work every two years for a major tournament, and that's all they're getting paid for. It's crackers. It's, I understand where it's coming from. But then if you're talking along those lines, you know, I'm just looking at the group, we talked about it before, Northern Ireland are at top, I mean, there's games to be played and what have you, but currently Northern Ireland are sitting at the top of a group with Germany and Netherlands. And they're doing really, so really if, well. So they're doing really well. They've played, this, played the same amount of games as Germany, and um, even if Netherlands win their game, they're still going to be behind Northern Ireland. So that goes yeah. to show, like... It- if you were to give direct, if you look at that group going, okay, Germany and Netherlands should be straight through. Exactly, and let all the other teams play for the remaining spots. And they were talking. Then they did this. And this, it, this is like this, the um, what's oh, the word? The the magic of it. Yeah, you know what I mean? Spirit of it. You know, I mean? the, the yeah. Egypt making the World Cup the yeah, other year. Yeah, the FA Cup. You know, the big the big scalps and all the rest of it. I'd, and they were talking about oh, then they can play against each other as a prelim kind of thing, and then whoever whoever comes bottom gets relegated and has to qualify next time round. What the fucking point but, is but that? But then we, you also, along it's, those... It's just like glorified friendlies, and we know, as I say now, who wants to go and watch these games, and blah, blah, blah. So, not being funny, I prefer to watch that because it's a competitive game, rather than... It means something. Yeah, a friendly against Brazil or Argentina that the clubs don't release the players, don't want to. There's an agreement between the coaches that, well, we'll only play him for so many minutes because it doesn't really mean anything. And We all hate international football. We do. Unless it's a major tournament where we love, we all hate international football, even the UEFA Nations League. But at least they are... I mean, I, I, I love the UEFA Nations League. I think it's a great idea because they all now mean something. Yeah. Everyone of, hates... Cause get rid of the meaningless friendly. I think it's... It's all saying it as Englishmen, saying we hate the international break. But, you know, I think the other countries love it. Oh, yeah. I th- you know, you, you go to these other countries, especially when you play in Eastern Europe, their stadiums are packed. Oh, South America. Exactly. Um, I think, it, it's, I think it's, it's an English thing. It's a Northern um, English thing. Pardon? It's a Northern it's a, English thing. It's a, <laughs> Let's be honest. I even, I even think the yeah. Southerners hate the... Um, they, although they support England a lot more, I still think they um, like the idea of... Um, or they hate the idea of the international break because it does stun the football. Uh, it does, but I think you've got a lot of southern clubs that aren't going to win anything, so it gives them some, their supporters something else to cheer about. Do you reckon it's also the, the fact West that um, they always stay um, down south playing at Wembley? Do you reckon they should start touring around the country again? Because <sighs> let's be honest, um, obviously, we, us yeah, being exactly. in England, we, we were able to get down to Wembley for one game. So we've been to Wembley to watch England play against Germany, didn't we? We did. Um, but obviously, while England was Wembley was getting built before two thousand and seven, they were playing mainly at Old Trafford, which was up north in Manchester. Because it was the biggest stadium. The biggest second, yeah, exactly. So we, we, you know, we got to a good few games. We know we saw a game at Anfield as well. Yeah, and and then 
And let's be honest, if they hadn't have done that, I wouldn't have gotten to any of these England games as a young kid. Because obviously, you can't you can't afford to take keep taking me down to Wembley every fucking no, fort, fortnight. You know, it's a long way. It's a long way, and it's money and stuff like that. So, yeah, I it, think touring around the country would be worked. a bit more being. It worked, but from a player's perspective, uh, you do lose home ground advantage. One hundred percent. But you do get home support advantage because if you have a one-off game in Newcastle for England, well, you're pretty sure you're going to fill St James's, James's Park, Park. You are, and you're going to get a lot of rowdy supporters coming to the game that wouldn't go down to London. Uh, and but then again, a lot of the London contingent that go to Wembley every time won't go up to St James's Park either. I think it's bad if you. I think it'd be better if they pass around the country personally. But yeah. moving swiftly on, uh, Wales won against Azerbaijan. You know they are wank. I haven't even looked at the, at the game to be honest. I just got the results. Wales. Well, Wales are currently sitting fourth. Azerbaijan are fifth in second, bottom, and bottom. Um. So, I mean, yeah, Wales are second to bottom in their group at the minute between Croatia, Hungary, Slovakia and Wales. Oh, well, moving quickly on, on that one then, because Croatia stuffed uh, Slovenia, I think it was. Slovakia. Slovakia, 4-0. And uh, Lovren scored with a header. That shows how shite Slovakia, isn't it? It was a bloody good header as well. Um, it was an absolute corker. I mean, it's a tight group looking at the group. Um, them and Hung- Croatia and Hungary are on level at the top with nine points each. And then Slovakia and Wales are at third each, or on six points. So uh, you can still imagine Wales should be getting through that group. But um, nice to see again, like we were talking about before, with um, Chamberlain and stuff getting minutes. But nice to see Lovren getting minutes because, you know, I think he said what he said in the week was actually quite nice, um, Lovren, saying, yeah. look, how he wanted to leave um, and there was chances for him to leave. But Klopp sat down with me, look, I really want you to stay. And, and he knows his fourth choice. He knows that. But again, you get the feeling there was a similar conversation with Divock Origi. And Divock Origi has turned, you know, you know, the Everton goal, the Champions League final. He t- The chances have come and he's took them. And now... Who's to say that Lovrens won't get chances because, look, we have injuries. Well, look what happened last year when we had to throw a 16-year-old in. And the reality is, if Lovren goes anywhere as a first choice, he won't be first choice for very long because he can't play more than seven games back-to-back and he immediately... And what's he going to win? What's he going to win? He, did, he hardly played in the Champions League. I know he had the big run in the, um, the year we lost it. But, you know... You look at him when we Trent scored that goal. He was the first one over to Trent and Shakiri celebrating. Absolutely, he was celebrating a lot in the changing after the Champions League final win. It's about being part of the team that goes on to win it. Yeah, uh, and to be honest, his pay packet be pretty good because yeah, exactly his winning bonus. Yeah, exactly, Champions League winning bonus. He's in the squad. Uh, okay, so Scotland and Russia. Scotland went two one down to Russia. Felt for Robbo with this one, to be honest. Uh, I had a quick look at the highlights. He was, I felt, when I watched the highlights, I felt like he was trying to, he was the only player that was worth any salt. Maybe I'm being a bit slight on the rest of the Scottish team. But he's wearing the captain's armband and he's putting himself about and one man can't carry the team. And no offence to Robbo, it's not one man can carry the team. One man from right back can't change the team at the end of the day. Left back. Left back, same shot, isn't it? Uh, And... Then the downside was he actually came in, I think, for the second goal or the first goal. He he, he came in from 
you know, from the fullbacks position to actually make a tackle where the centre half should be. Made the tackle, but slid the ball right into the face. That's what I mean. It's also trying to cover for other people, which leaves him open. He added there was a few quotes from him saying it was um, one of the most disappointing of his career, really. Um, yeah, one of the most disappointing results of my career. Was a direct quote from an interview yeah. after the game, um, and basically saying, you know, it just wasn't good enough, and it was embarrassing, really. Right. And now he and can't see them. They needed to win that. Exactly. Players, he said he can't. I can't see you getting that order. But you know, the top two in the group get promoted with most of the Euro qualifiers, and like then it's the best third place teams going to the playoffs. They're currently sitting fourth. Yeah. Will they make it to the playoffs? Um, they're one point behind Kazakhstan. Um, you'd think they would um, get into. But then I think it has, I don't know if it's every third team or the best play. They change every fucking yeah. year, don't they? But they're now, you know, they're now basically halfway through the the. Euro qualifiers and they're six points behind Russia. Um, I can't see them making six points on Russia personally. No, no, I can't. That uh, means they need to. Real shame, that means they need to. You know, I reckon they'll need to beat Belgium at least once, Scotland, and do Russia in Russia, which is not going to happen. Yeah, and you feel because he's wearing the captain's armband and he, 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 you know, he's he's a Scotsman through and through. And but I mean, I think it's an underlying so, problem again. This could be a fucking podcast in itself, but um, I think it's just shows the downfall of Scottish football over the past few years um, with. You know, first of all, you know, maybe five years ago, you think back to 2012 when um, Celtic beat Barca. It was yeah. huge. Ever since then, you know, look, Celtic are never going to be the club they once were, went on to win the Champions League, but they were sometimes getting out the group every now and then. Then it was, they were getting in the group, but they were, you know, getting battered by the bigger teams and then making it into the Europa League. Then it was a few years ago, they weren't. They were getting battered by everyone. They were getting smashed week in, week out in the Champions League, and they were getting. They were finishing bottom and getting straight back now. And now think, it's to a point where I think the point deductions to Rangers and that that happened a while back took away the that competitive edge. That shouldn't but, mean the Champions League point because they're not even getting into the Champions League these days. Like I said, yeah, they got beat you, by FC Cluj. Yeah, but to 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 do well, you need to have a strong domestic competition. They've never had a strong domestic on. competition. Two teams. I mean, here's me saying two Which teams is not a strong competitive competition. Guess what? We it's exactly got. what we have in the Premier League. But I, they, them going to Hearts is different than us going to um, United. Yeah. In in a, you know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah, the Spanish leagues the same. But I just think the quality of the Scottish league has really diminished over the past. And it shows from years. and it shows from a. I mean, let's face it, Scotland never make a major tournament anyway, but. Um, hey, I remember the day when England didn't qualify and Scotland did, and Archie Gemmell scored that goal. In the it wasn't long ago that England didn't make a, um, Euros. If you remember, yeah, Euro 2008, England didn't make thanks this, to Scott this Carson. Was a, this was a World Cup. Scotland made a World Cup and England didn't. Shows how long ago, because I'm 22 now. And no, I don't it's remember in the shit. 70s. There the you 70s. go. But shows you're a true age there, lad. Yeah, man. Well, you know what I mean. I think it, it. The the I think they reflect each other. Scottish football um, Hello, domestically fair, shows t- into the. International and vice versa. Yeah, to be fair, listeners, look up the Archie Gemmel goal. It's oh, an absolute yeah. classic. Uh, all right, so next one, somebody on Belgium. Uh, Belgium won 4-0. Divox played the, most of the game. He got sub towards the end. bit disappointing that on a 4-0 win, Divock never got a goal. It's not even about 4-0. It's about playing San Marino. San Marino are a fucking bunch of carpenters and prick Correct. players. And you've scored four. And yeah, I would have expected Divock to be on the score sheet, to be honest. So that's I mean, a bit, it, of a, bit of a concern. Yeah, you don't know how, you know, you, 
he might have had loads of chances and just couldn't put one away on the day. He could have had an off day. Can remember, he's not playing a massive amount of football yeah. at the minute, but like I mean, say, I you would it. want. I haven't him. watched it. I've only seen the uh, the figures. So hey, you want, who wants to watch fucking San Marino? I mean, well, that was it. The, and the fact that they've in five games they've conceded twenty four and scored zero. Yeah, I've watched the highlights of five or six of these. I wasn't going to watch anymore. Uh, Germany and Holland. Now this I haven't watched, but I am going to go and watch it. This but, looks like a really interesting. Well, game. It, um, they they played each other in the UEFA Nations League, didn't they? They were in. They have their mini groups, don't they? Of three. Yeah. Then they were, and then it was two really good games, home and away, when they played each other in that. Um, and Netherlands got the got over on them. And they um, again. And they have again in Germany Four as well. Two. It's huge. 4-2. Uh, this one I do want to watch. I haven't, so uh, bear with me because I haven't seen it. But uh, uh, Genie scored, which was great. Yeah, uh, yeah, good goal. By all accounts, Verge had a good game. Uh, again, but you say that, they leaked two goals. So there's obviously Three. mistakes there. Uh, so, yeah, uh, but... A good result, and again, it's a good result for uh, Liverpool players. So that's great. Say, um, Genie got an amazing assist as well. Did he? Um, for the third to go three one up, or was it two two or three to go? I'm not, I can't remember. But he got an amazing assist as well. Yeah. Okay. So all right, look forward to seeing that one. Uh, we've talked about oh no, Republic of Ireland, Switzerland, one all. So um, well, Shaq didn't go, did he? So no. Uh, but again. It's nice that the Republic of Ireland are actually doing okay. I think they're top in the group. Yeah, but they are at the minute. At the minute yeah, I, I mean, um, hand, with Switzerland it? and Denmark still to play. Um, I mean, Denmark will overtake them, but Switzerland won't if they win both their games. So it's, it's nice to see that the Republic of Ireland. Yeah, you want them to qualify. You want the home nations to qualify because, like, I mean, especially the Irish. The Irish always bring good contingents. Like the, because um, they don't make it a lot of tournaments. When they do, they bring a lot. Yeah, good support. Like, they bring the Euros in France in 2014. They brought a lot of people. Uh, okay. Uh, only other one I've got on my notes here is obviously uh, Firmino played for Brazil overnight. Would have been a friendly, that, I'm guessing. Uh, I'm against, 2-2 against Colombia. I don't know whether it's a friendly or not, but it was a 2 old draw. Well, I know they've got a Copa America again at the end of the year, so it might have been. Oh, that's true. I forgot about that. Uh, but that's, yeah... Uh, any more games that you can think of? Nah. Uh, yeah, it was a friendly. Just checking it up. It was a f- um, friendly. Uh, okay. Well, let's. Uh, I think we'll call it to a to a conclusion. Talk about the Champions League group. Ah, oh, go on then. What about that? Well, we haven't really talked about our group so far. Um, so I'll run us through this one. We were part one, obviously, so we got drew first. Um, Napoli was part two, and um, they, they drew into our group again. There was a chance we were going to, uh, we almost got Red Star again, and that would have been, I mean, not from just the away leg point of view, but the, you know, f- the luxury of being in the Champions League, going to all these different places. And going to the same. Going to the same two as last year is always shit. We played Napoli six times in 16 months. Oh, yeah, we played them in pre season as well, it's, don't we? It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, and obviously, with Ancelotti still at the helm, not easy game. Not no, like we said before, you, um, you know, what Antoloshi said, um, after we got beat by, after they beat Redstone, we got beat by uh, PSG coming to, before the final game. He said, if we don't qualify, we're idiots. And they didn't qualify. So <laughs> no, they're going to have, um, you know, some, although you don't have some, you know, what's the word? Vengeance, I guess. Yeah, they want revenge. No um, question. 
we got a point of view where two you know, start of last season we smashed them in pre-season and they did us in the Champions League and but, vice versa. But reality is, okay, you look at it. Here we got Genk, Napoli, and Salzburg. Right, even if we lose both games to Napoli, which we won't, we will w- still win the other games. Oh, we're going to get through, and, and we're going to get through the group. So again. If we do lose games, as you said before, people's heads must not fall off. You know, it's a, it's all about the longer longer game, the long term stuff, and you know, and who plays in what fixtures and when, because the the fixture pileups. And if that, you're looking the way, if you're actually looking at the way things are at the minute, you know, finishing second won't be the worst in the world because. You know, you look at some groups have got okay, PSG and Real Madrid are in the same group. One of them are going to be finishing second. To be honest, I think we could do PSG over two legs. Yeah. And the way Real Madrid are going, we'll do Real Madrid over two legs. In Group B, Bayern and Spurs. So we did Bayern last year, and I think no, and Spurs aren't what they were last season either. Group C, um, Man City will finish top of that group, and then you've got Zagreb, Donetsk, and Atlanta. Yeah, whatever the fuck they're called. Atalanta. Atalanta. So, you know, you'd beat whoever one of them over two legs. You know, we're going into Group D now. Juventus, Bayern Munich and Madrid, or Atletico Madrid. So, you know, okay, out of every single group, that's a group you don't want to be paired up with because Juventus are Juventus and Atletico are just a fucking pain in the arse to play against. Um, And then you've got Barca, Dortmund and Inter. Um, But you know what? I'd love to get Barca. (laughs) I really (laughs) would. yeah, but, again, but the group you want is the um, Benfica, Leon, yeah. Leipzig, and Zenit because anyone from anyone, anyone can win that group. Yeah. I mean, I wanted the big boys um, personally in the group. I wanted Madrid. Um, Madrid, Madrid I would have been happy with the Madrid and Inter Milan because um, it's the it's the Champions League. You want? I confident we'll beat Inter Milan because um, they've just signed Lukaku and he's a donkey. Um, so I'm confident, <laughs> confident we'll be Inter Milan. <laughs> Over, you know, whether it be over two legs, and it's just the idea of going to the San Siro, this big European tie yeah. in a group stage. Got and no problem with that. I just let's get out the group. It's when you get into the into the. But I do understand. Um, I do understand. Obviously, then play the big boys. Playing if we get into Milan and Real Madrid, um, the chances are you're not going to be secured top position until the last game, and the last game is around Christmas time. Is when we're also flying off to. Um, yeah. The- Qatar for the Club World Cup. So, I think we need to beat Napoli at home, beat Napoli, uh, sorry, beat Napoli away, beat the, um, then you play Salzburg home and away and Genk home and away and then you come to Napoli coming to us and then they need to beat us to top the group and I don't see them doing that. So you think, just get a point and then we can go off the Club World Cup. Yeah, but I still think we'll only get a point there. Uh, Genk, I mean, I don't really know. They're an unknown identity, aren't they? But apparently, you know, their youth has been really, really successful. So Divock Origi comes from their youth setup. De Bruyne comes from their youth setup. Uh-huh. Right? Uh, Courtois, Benteke, all come from Genk's youth. Benteke's a donkey as well. But he's still a Premier League player. He's a donkey. He's still a Premier League player, you know? These have all come through their youth setup. So it makes you wonder. And so it's going to be a good homecoming for Origi kind of thing to go back to show where he came from, you know, how he is a lot, and, the Champions I mean, it's League like um, Red Star last year. They've got nothing to lose. They're expect, you know, they're expecting to come to us and get battered, um, but they've got nothing to lose. And there was a nice little video of the Red Bull Salzburg players when they drew Liverpool 
Um, and they all, you know, celebrated getting us because they're getting a trip to Anfield. It's funny because you see them celebrate and then the coaching staff go, oh, shit. shit. <laughs> all right. So we've got to find a weakness with these bastards, do we? You know what I mean? So you see all the players jump up, celebrate and get to, you know, walk out onto Anfield on a European night, which everyone wants to do, don't they? But you know, I mean, again, Salzburg, two, two, uh, 17, 18, they got through through UEFA Cup semi-final. So they're no donkeys. Kind of, and they've got the Red Bull money behind them. So, yeah. look, the you know, our coaching staff will do the homework, and and we'll find a weakness, and we'll we'll tear them apart. But I think it, Klopp will play it, it differently to what he did last year. Um, I think he made a mistake in a few of the Champions League games last year, and we got unlucky because if you remember, um, we didn't we started well against Napoli, if you remember, but then um, Kaiser came off injured, yeah, um, very early on. Um, and it kind of just messed the flow because obviously we planned to play a certain way with Kaita being a man in that. Because um, I think, you know, Kaita started the season quite well last year. Then the injuries hit. So um, I reckon he'll, I reckon we'll have a game plan and uh, we'll do the business. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, okay, so any other business? Wrap it up. Alrighty. And we'll get back to when um, the real football starts. Yeah. Uh We'll uh, we'll see you next week uh, when we're all set for the next round. We've got an early kickoff next week. Yeah, so. Newcastle alone. Yeah, we'll see what happens there. All right, this has been the, the uh, Football Pink Podcast.